0: Microsoft Teams. The Microsoft List user experience that was announced in May is now coming, and we've got a little bit of an update on how they're going to do that. And we're getting ready for Microsoft 365 Copilot. What steps do you need to take? And oh, by the way, we do have a callback. It's pretty important, so stick around. Thank you for listening to this episode of the 365 Message Center Show. Check out our website at 365mcs.com for all the details about our show. And
1: we're on all the socials, at 365 MCS. Welcome, everyone. Um, yeah, welcome. Come on in. Come on in. We've got some things to talk about. Uh, we do. Some that have been uh, d- talked about in the community, on social media, and various places. That, that um, Yeah, good, good opinions being shared. Uh, we, of course, are going to deliver value, so you know what to do. Well, Daniel, Smash. fill them in.
0: Smash! That subscribe button. Hit that thumbs up teams, no, YouTube, in Teams. No. <laughs> in YouTube. In
1: Teams.
0: Teams. Why not? Well, do it Teams. Share React this, in Teams. Share this. <laughs> share this episode in Teams. Might as well yep. do it. You know what you need to do? Break the rules. Go into your all-company team. Put it in the general channel. Just do it right now.
1: Go for it. Do, do it. it. At mention everybody. At mention everyone.
0: <laughs> do it. Do it now. No, everyone, thank you so much. And if you're listening to the podcast, please go ahead and give us that uh, star rating on the podcast, whatever podcast app you're using, because we're on all of them that matter. So we're there. Mm. Uh, So use it. Mm. Yeah, that's right. And uh, make sure you hit us up on socials. We are 365MCS on all of the socials that are important. We're there. We're listening. We're responding. Maybe sometimes late. I just responded to something that was a couple of weeks back. And I'm like, oh man, how'd I miss it? I just missed it and all the things. So anyway, we will respond and we'd love to engage with you there. So make sure you ping us.
1: Hey, um, Daniel, about that prize you were talking about to, to you know award to someone who... Um, you don't remember? Like someone who would share regularly? I do. Yeah. How's that going?
0: Not very well um, because frankly people um we see all the watchers we see all the listeners we see them we see the numbers the numbers don't lie we're just not seeing the sharing happening that much so it you know it's like uh i i'd love to give away i actually have do did i ever mention what i have
1: no you are very mysterious about it um which i think is is a tactic
0: oh it's a good tactic <laughs> it's a
1: tactic <laughs> it's mysterious
0: <laughs> yes, it's a mysterious. I have a one-year subscription to something that I'm going to give away. <laughs> Is that? Even oh, you still
1: being mysterious? Be <laughs> <You're> still, be being... <laughs> It could I be it. like a one-year subscription to um uh the back room show chatter of our of our um preparation for our. Podcast. It would be
0: amazing if that's yeah. what it was. It's not that great, ah. but it will give you some productivity tools and extra storage in OneDrive. there's some hints so Uh i have a one-year subscription that i'm giving that we're going to give away uh but we need some sharing to happen and so you know if we see that sharing all over the place we'll we'll do the giveaway
1: yeah well let's share now daniel
0: yes let's do some sharing uh this is one thing that was kind of a hot topic uh this past week on the socials in the community that microsoft's getting rid of stuff
1: yeah yeah sort of sort of um, and uh, the message has already been updated. Uh, the future of mail and calendar apps in Windows with Outlook MC five nine zero one two three. If you're a Windows user and you haven't got Outlook on your desktop, maybe you are making good use of the mail app and the calendar app that are built into Windows to uh, connect to your mailboxes in various different places. Well, guess what? And it was updated twentieth uh, of June. Uh, but uh, by the end of 2024, uh, the options you will have are um, the new version of Outlook, uh, which is effectively Outlook on the web via Microsoft 365, Office 365. Now, what does that mean? That means that if you have a Microsoft 365 account an Office 365 account, you'll be able to use this app um, built into Windows. And. Um, and it is basically Outlook on the web. you gonna be through. able to use it. Yeah, yeah. You'll be I like able to use. Like how you it. said
0: that, man. It's like you're a marketing person for Microsoft. It's you're going to have the opportunity to
1: use it, yeah, or yeah.
0: nothing else at all because we're getting rid of
1: everything else. Well, that, that's the thing, eh? Like, so if you don't have that subscription, maybe you've got um, an Outlook.com mm-hmm. account, you know, your Hotmail accounts and the like. Uh, then you'll just use the web browser. That's right. You won't have an app built into Windows as a mail client, as a calendar client. Just go to the web and use that. Might I say, Daniel, um, and mm. this is maybe uh, I'm throwing in a tip here, but if you are there, why not use the Progressive Web App little button at the top in the address bar and install the website like it's an app because that's effectively what you're getting with this other option. Indeed. Yeah.
0: I think um, if you need a thick client, can I call it? Can I call it a thick client? Or has it been <laughs> on a diet? Hey, 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 maybe hey. it's thin now. Um, double C thick. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so it is. If you want something, you know, people will start using other third-party, you yep. know, app, mail apps. Is what they're going to start doing, uh, if if this actually happens, um, you know, because I. I feel like that gap of, I want to use my mail for the personal email, but now I'm not going to have a Microsoft client to do that. Yeah. That, that seems, it just seems odd. Um, and, you know, I get the whole, you know, people being upset about it. I'm not as mad, um, but if, it, it, because I'm, I basically use mail in the browser anyway, but uh, it does seem kind of an odd move to, to basically say, Microsoft say, hey, we're getting out of the personal email business with with desktop apps. You know, basically we're out. Hmm. We're not going to do this anymore. Hmm. Um, So it it does seem odd. There's a a
1: third option here, Daniel. If you have a Microsoft 365 account and an Outlook.com account, then you'll be able to sign in with the new Outlook client uh, with both your work accounts and your personal account. Have them both Mm -hmm. in that same Outlook on the web experience, which is effectively what you get when you go to um, Outlook.com or rather Office 365, Microsoft 365's um, online account. See, But
0: the third thing says users will be able to use the new Outlook for Windows with any personal
1: email account, even Mm -hmm. without a subscription. Even without a subscription. That's... Hang on. What? Users will be able to... Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: Which which makes perfect sense because of what you were just saying. It's the progressive web app anyway, right? And hmm. so in Outlook.com, you could just go up there and click the button. I mean, so might as well. Yep. Um, but what about, you know, and I feel like this is the... Um, it seems kind of strange because... But, you know, there are some people who pay when you get a personal or a microsoft 365 personal or family subscription
1: okay Mm -hmm. not
0: not the business side you get additional storage in outlook.com do you know that yeah Um, you get additional functionality um and so you i would expect you know that this you know would have would allow those as well, but even without a subscription. So I'm just now reading that because I misread it before and I think maybe you did too, but it, it says even without a subscription. So that's, okay. so okay. yeah,
1: but still I, yeah, I don't know. So I think, I think we don't know what this looks like,
0: no. but
1: I think that the outlook clients, if you don't have a three, six, five subscription, it's just going to load the web browser version of Outlook.com anyway.
0: At the end of 2024. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't know what this is going to look like in a year and a half. You know, because I'm sure it'll change between now and then anyway. Um, so, and why are, they're giving us a year and a half notice, which is interesting. I guess they're removing Windows functionality. So, yeah. Um. They're, Prepare. You know prepare people because if, if you're using the other mm. the mail and calendar app
1: so that was one hot topic um actually mm. and while we here, daniel and this is just a comment on the message center daniel yeah. and i have noticed that the the relevance column is a little mm. uh, skew f today <laughs> you know three bars low importance or low relevance i'm confused here anyway. you are a pretty confused kind of guy yeah, I think let me that give if you... I had some analytics about that, Daniel. I yeah, get, yeah so I
0: let me give you some analytics. Uh, new Viva Connections analytics experience coming soon, MC598641. This is basically bringing the analytics that we know and love You know, when, in SharePoint. So you go to a SharePoint site. You can go to the usage of that site and see some analytics, see some nice analytics that's It's nice numbers and graphs and telling you what's going on and how people are getting to the site via, you know, are they getting there through Teams or their mobile or a desktop? That is coming to Viva Connections. Now, if you go and say, I want the analytics from Viva Connections, you get to download a nice CSV and work with the data that way. So this is uh, bringing nice functionality, um, that same kind of functionality, but to the Um, Viva Connections uh, experience. Um, So in the message, we have some graphs, uh, some charts here and and things. They should look very common or familiar to you if you've seen the SharePoint analytics before. Um, One thing that I did notice that I wanted to call out, um, one one chart that I've seen before, which is the usage details of how people Uh, came in to view the home experience teams versus teams desktop versus mobile versus web versus sharepoint web right Um, but then the last uh image on here is engagement details for dashboard cards so being able to see you know what the engagement was for you know dashboard cards themselves which i think is very important when you're creating these cards to um, have for your users to be able to you know connect with third party apps um, all the way down to being very simple of a really nice link to something some content on your internet so being able to get that you know um, that information on those apps now um, engaged users which is interesting i don't know what the the definition of engaged users Mm -hmm. for that one is uh, whether that's uh, you know so I, I'm assuming it's someone clicked on it that's what I'm assuming now s- you know what assuming does or can do um, so but I think that's what it is I ho- you know I hope it's not just view because that doesn't make sense so I think it's clicks
1: well I think yeah yeah, yeah okay yeah I mean that, that that definition of an engaged user in Viva engage is that you viewed a message so
0: yeah but I, I i don't know that you can because you're going to put the dashboard on every one of on the home page. How can you know it when it loads? That's an engagement. No, that's not. It's uh, be I see a click. what
1: you mean. Yeah, you yeah gotta it's going to be a click. click. Yeah.
0: So, this will be rolling out beginning late June, so in now ish, uh, and expected to be completed by mid July. And I can't wait. Uh, I think the more analytics, the better, frankly.
1: Yes. We all we all want to know how successful our Viva Connections experience is. Daniel, you know what? I,
0: you know what, Daryl? Yeah. I am really what I really want to know is how do I get ready for this this new AI takeover of the world? How can I get ready for Copilot?
1: Well, uh, glad you asked. There's a message that covers that, Daniel, uh, among other various different uh, resources and links. Get ready for. Microsoft 365 Copilot, MC600245. I feel like they could have bumped the message up to mc 60365 just to kind of, you know, round that out, but it's okay. Uh, yeah, look, everyone's excited about this Copilot. It's been mentioned in so many presentations and things about what's coming and, and how it's going to assist us with work. Um, but we have to do a few things to prepare or do we well okay let's uh i feel like this is a message daniel that we need to open <laughs> up and and show in a, a fuller screen let's do that because okay. it's going it's going to get bigger right so that's the message um there are uh, a number of different partners customers who are, who are on a uh, early access program they're using it they're getting into it they're, they're doing these things to prepare uh mm-hmm. whereas we folk, uh, we'll, we'll wait for a bit. Um, but what what is covered? Well, let's take a look at the blog post. This is why I went to full screen. Great blog post here that outlines it, and it was interesting to see uh, the reactions and thoughts in the community as this information was shared. So general technical requirements and uh, various things that you have to do. Um, but you know, one thing is you will need um, a copilot license. Is that a surprise to you, Daniel? No. Not so, not surprised at all. No, no, no. It's, it's right. going to cost money. Yeah, it will. It will. Yeah. Yeah, it will. Um, you know, we've got a free, free experience with Bing, which mm-hmm. looks at public data and the large language model that everybody shares around the world and benefits yeah. from. And then you'll have your own language model um, and re- related results and search and AI that all is ring-fenced, so that kind yeah. of costs something. We well, just I, don't know I, yet.
0: And honestly, you mentioned that. I, I feel like we have gotten to a point. You know, there's a lot of people that go, oh, it should be free. But, you know, they already pay a lot of money and everything. But there's a lot of people now, though, that are using this, and, and they're even paying for it in um, ChatGPT4 and, mm. and all this other stuff. There, There's people who are accepting that they need to pay for this t- technology, um and ai and so i think some of that will come over and to m365 Mm. you got to pay for it i mean there's there's uh technology there's advancements there's people there's hardware all of that behind it that you you know it has to be paid for it's not free and in fact the numbers we're hearing the rumors anyway um of you know i don't know if it's been confirmed but the rumors of how much it's costing those early adopter program people? It, it's not. It's not cheap. So
1: no, but um, it, maybe it's a bit like buying the the um, first model of a Tesla, and then it gets cheaper <laughs> a bit over time. Hopefully, maybe, uh, maybe. Know. But yeah, point is that you you'll need a few things uh, to to make sure that this is available and working. So E three and an E five, uh, li- or, or. E five license. <laughs> you <don't> need both. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, the the products, of course, that you want to use it with, um, so people will have to be licensed for um, for Outlook, for um, Word, Excel, PowerPoint, etc. Now, on the Outlook uh, front, is actually kind of related to our earlier message. Um, Copilot's going to work with the new version of Outlook. That is much like the Outlook on the web. It is going to be mm. web driven and it has to be connected to the web. Don't expect to use Copilot without Offline. a web connection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so that you're going to need that. Um, if you are an organization who's going to use loop, then you need to have that enabled too. But the, the point is around this um, you don't have to have these things turned on if your organisation is not going to use that experience. It is Copilot where you're planning to use it, uh, and I like that point you made earlier, Daniel, when we're preparing. Is if you if you don't want to use Loop or if you don't want to use Outlook, hang on, how does that work? <laughs> <Or anybody? laughs> um, probably, no, I mean, yeah, hang on now. It ju- well, it just it.
0: I think what people were latching on this past week onto were. Uh, Microsoft saying, hey, if you want to participate in this program, you know, or, you know, when it's released to to everybody, these are things you're going to need to do Mm -hmm. to get the full utilization of it rather than these are requirements. It is not required for you to have and use Loop to get Copilot. Nope. It's not. Mm -hmm. The only requirement, true requirement, right, is listed right there is an E3 or an E5. Yeah. Now, yes, you need an Azure Active Directory, but you know account. Do you know what happens when you create a user and assign them a license, an E3 or E5? They've already got the account. Right, yeah. So I don't know how you assign a license to somebody that doesn't have an account.
1: Yeah, I I think um, one other thing though that we talked about, while these are requirements, things that you must have, Um, some of it obvious, some of it um, clear, in terms of whether you choose to have that experience or not. There are some things that you can do to prepare that mm-hmm. you probably should be doing anyway. And I think this is a good opportunity for, for them to tell organizations that if you want a great experience with co then you will improve your search. You will, if you want to secure and uh, an experience that doesn't overshare information, then you're going to improve your security and and make sure that certain information isn't being overshared. Um, There's another service which we talked about, um, I don't know, maybe a month ago, Semantic Index for Copilot. Uh, Don't have to use it with Copilot, but it is going to, um, sorry, you don't have to have Copilot to use it. It will improve your search though, but it is important for the Copilot service because it's going to give a whole lot more context to what you're searching for, and uh, make that large language model um, match up with more of that context of what you're Mm -hmm. searching for. Indeed. Uh, The blog post talks also about a few things that that they'll make available to help with adoption, uh, like a Microsoft team, which is going to be available to be like a community of practice. Um, But you you can either read the book here and go through Mm -hmm. and and check a few things out, or in the message, if I go back, to that um, we we'd see a you know, let's just pause on this before we hear too much of it but um, the Microsoft Mechanics of course they they went through this in a bit of detail and um, yeah I think it's worth a watch just to, to see this in action and see what you might have to do to uh, to prepare ahead of time indeed yeah so that um, it's not to say that we have a date here about when things are rolling out. It's really just a general um, general kind of thing about if you are an organization thinking about bringing Copilot into your organization, then start preparing and doing these things. Uh, and I think most of the effort's going to be around tidying up your security uh, of information that might be overshared. Think about using security labels and various things like that. Um, and improving on your search, if you can. Indeed. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, Daniel, uh, let's go on to the next message. Uh, I think I've added enough to that list there. Let's hear about your list.
0: Aha! Microsoft list, user experience update, MC-60726. This is something that was uh, announced last month i guess it was are we still in june we are we are uh in may the new list improvements and and this is um in fact there's a blog post link in there that takes you to a blog post um that uh lincoln tamaris posted on may 2nd it's got great information some great gifts that are playing through showing you some fantastic functionality um so this is just an update saying hey this is going to be rolling out letting you know but oh by the way there is some not gotchas but there is some uh, types of lists that will not receive the list experience so want to make you aware of that so what you know daryl's showing on the screen is some of the is showing that blog post the new forms experience is going to be great um uh, some Uh, some nice improvements on speed and and others there's there's quite a few so please take a look at that um, the blog post there that's linked but there are four types for general types of of lists that are not going to get this new experience one is if you're using a SharePoint framework extension on a list um, then you won't get these improvements power app form on a list won't be able to get the experience if you're using approvals, or you're using the playlist template, which is we've talked about the playlist template before, which is for videos, right? Uh, you're not going to be able to use exp- this experience now. They will, they're, they're going to work on it and they're going to bring it to them later. Future rollout uh, is a promise here, but won't get it immediately. Um, so I, I, you know, we I think we highlighted a lot of these kind of things. I know I did in, in blog, in uh, tweets and everything, posts and everything. Post and everything. Um, so, just wanted to kind of highlight here that this is what's happening, um, you know, and, and that there are some exceptions, right? When they start rolling out, and you're like, wait, why am I not seeing the new forms experience? Well, uh, but I'm on this list when I'm seeing another list. It probably because of these, one of these four exceptions. Um, and you'll get it later. And I'm and I'm guessing we'll get another announcement saying, "Hey, we're going to roll this out for those types." Indeed. So this is targeted release rollout mid July. So we got a few weeks. Expect, expected to be completed by late July, and then standard release late July through late September. So they're going to take a couple months to roll this out to everyone. So be excited. Do I have come on? To be? Do I have yes. to be? Yes, be excited. Um, the uh, I think that our next message, mm. Daryl, um, you know, is something that we really should share. It is uh, I really like, you know, and, and do it easier. I, I,
1: I hate the way sometimes you share things. It's just too complicated. Oh, come on now. Come on now. <laughs> That's a bit harsh. Microsoft Teams. New app sharing experience. Really, woohoo! Looking mm-hmm, forward to yes. it. What is it? Uh, it is actually the sharing of the app, not sharing from the app. MC six o two six o four. Yeah, it, it sounded exciting to start with, um, <laughs> but it's 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 more about hey, I've found a great new app in the app catalog in the app store. I want to share that with a colleague, a workmate. Um, hey, have a look at this. So you will be able to do that uh, using a new sharing experience. That sharing experience is Enables users to share the apps directly from the app details uh, to a chat to a group chat to a channel and uh, Just walk through it with me. I'm in the app store. I found a great app It's um, it's an app that Daniel I've created to bring the 365 message center to you, in a meeting experience, it's live. You will be able to watch and and add. Com- no, we are not developers. Um, sorry for getting you all excited about that, <laughs> but if it did exist, of course you would you would say, what a fantastic app! What a great way for our team to keep up to date with messages. I'm going to use this new sharing experience in the app catalog. App. Yep. Store what do they call this thing again? I forget uh, And uh, share it into a chat a group chat or a channel That's what it is. It streamlines that experience. Uh, I'm Daniel am Someone who would still probably grab a link to it Drop Why? it into a conversation and then just give a bit more context. I just Why? I, I that's just what I do I,
0: mm. yeah. I agree with you. Uh, I think this is a um, now you could give a context by Hey, I'm here. Oh, I like this app. You know, do the share thing on that page and then go back into your chat and say, hey, I think that app will be great. You know, um, but I think it's just trying to make it a little easier and seem, uh, I'm already there. Instead of copying here, going over here and pasting, you know, doing it there. Is it that big
1: of a deal? Maybe not,
0: but I like the idea of it.
1: Yeah, I, um, I mean, maybe maybe a weekly job for you is to go through the store, find something new, share three apps, pass it on. I don't know. Ah, there you go. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that is, uh, Rollout has begun and is expected to be complete in late June. Nowish. Nowish. It's probably right there for you now, so go and share an app. Just do it. An app. I know, when I run those two, share an app, it's not the same thing. <laughs> so I go to Daniel. Uh, yes. Uh, what's the outlook for for the next message?
0: Well, it's the outlook. It really is removing stuff. That's oh. what the outlook is. Outlook, full settings window will be the primary landing page for the settings gear icon. MC six hundred seven three four. Now I said it's removing stuff. Okay, it's not really removing stuff. Maybe if you use Outlook on the web like I do, it's a uh, an experience when you're trying to go to settings you go to the gear and what you see there is the quick settings pain mm. um, and sometimes it kind of is a pain uh, because the other kind of pain because it is it's not the thing i you know it's not the information that i want it's the um all it is is You can search Outlook settings. Now, that is very useful because it searches everything. So you can go in there and say, you know, start searching. Well, the most popular one I like is out of office. Um, So you can search for that, automatic replies, and it'll show up for you. And then you can have theme settings, dark mode, you know, a few settings there. Uh, But then there's this big button at the top that says view all Outlook settings. Well, basically, what they're saying here in this message is, when you click the gear, it'll just take you to that. It won't show you the pane, it's just gonna show you the all settings, okay? So it's gonna, you're gonna view all Outlook settings. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if if you, you know, for those eagle-eyed people, uh, when you're in a message and you go to the view tab, the layout and density settings are already there in the view tab. So, th- and those were settings that you could, you know, Quickly get to in the um, in the pain that they're getting rid of. Well, it's it's there already for you when you're viewing in Outlook anyway. So generally speaking, I'm okay with this. Um, I will say though that um, I ca- I got used to this just clicking into the search box very quickly because my my cursor was right there and I could go and go and find the setting I want. Now it's going to be click it. It's going to pop up this thing and I have to move my cursor over to the left and click on the search box and go. Is that a big deal? Maybe not. But that's what I'm going to, have to do. Yep. Can
1: I capture that and, and use it as like a sound effect for something, Daniel?
0: Absolutely. Yep. So rolling this out, this change out now, already they're rolling it out and can be completed by the end of
1: June. So soon. Yeah, a lot of that this show,
0: aren't we? Absolutely. A lot of that and a lot of not uh, too many screenshots.
1: Yeah. Well, we we do have a callback. We feel mm, like it was necessary to uh, to talk about this. Um, mm. I actually have to plug this into search because I didn't add it to my favorites, Daniel. So MC. Do it with me, everyone on the show. Okay. MC five, five, <laughs> seven, eight, two, three. Ready, go. It yes. is.
0: This one we, we definitely need to talk about. Oh. And we mentioned it in, I guess, Five episodes now ago in episode two eighty six is when we talked about this okay, okay
1: um I'll read it out again, create a distinct experience in Viva connections for different audiences in Microsoft three six five admin center, which we did um, when we we originally addressed this message we had to translate it means you get multiple home sites basically w- w- yeah w- well about that Daniel. Yes.
0: Well, we covered the uh, the documentation, everything that was announced at the time Mm. uh, publicly said, uh, you know, you get this new um, home experiences, which means Viva Connection experiences. Right. I could be in one experience where I go to Viva Connections and I see a site and then Daryl goes to Viva Connections and sees a completely different site for his home experience. And at the time, the public documentation said every organization that has a, a enterprise, an e-license, um, then they would get three, up to three experiences. So the what I just described, one for me and one for Daryl, um, that would work. That would be included. However, in the last week and a half, the Learn.Microsoft Uh, publication the page was updated without any notice whatsoever and it was changed from three to one so basically uh, you will not get multiple home sites unless you buy a viva suite license now it's a i'm pretty sure um it's a viva suite lesson license for everyone in your organization so this this went from hey there's you know lots of organizations are probably going to do this because almost every organization I talk to has some sort of division or some sort of thing that would would be great to have multiple homes experiences to now this is only going to be for those people who already have the Viva suite because frankly you're not going to buy a Viva suite license for everyone in your organization just for this one feature hmm. it's just not going to happen um you know will this along with 10 other features get you to buy it maybe um but this is unfortunate it was not announced it was at all it was there was a blog post put up and it was just on the blog post of you will get one experience it was like wait a minute no one told us anything well um that's what you get i guess for trusting the documentation when it's published so it has been changed you only get one now
1: yeah, yeah, I'm highlighting that that area yeah. in the the learn article. Uh, yeah, you and a I've got a screenshot.
0: <laughs> so I've got a screenshot where that used to say three, but now right. it's
1: one. Right, right. So, anyway, there we go. Um, yeah. I wonder, and like I know this is just a wondering; it's not not confirmed or anything like that. But where Daniel said we would have to license everybody, what if we only had to license? the other two-thirds of the organization that need the additional home site. That would be nice. Wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be nice? As the song uh, no. is? No. All right.
0: It says, um, no, I, I'm pretty sure it is going to be for everyone. Uh, I, mm. I think I read that somewhere. But uh, don't take licensing advice from me or Daryl. me. <laughs> you need to connect with your Microsoft rep uh, to do this. But um, it has been changed. And yeah. and I feel kind of bad for all those
1: people that I t- I said, hey,
0: everybody, you you get three. Yay. Nope. So
1: that's what happens. Uh, look, sorry to end the show on that note. Wah, wah,
0: wah. Yeah. But, you know, but if like we brought some conv- value to you, please share this episode out at mention365mcs so we can see it. We can reply to it. We can uh, really, um, and we can enter you into the sharing contest, right? Um, so make sure you at mention us when you do share. Uh, we'd love to engage with you. Um, make sure you subscribe and
1: give us a thumbs up on this episode, please. And with that, we'll see you again next week. Bye bye for now.